Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Andy Ziesmer from A Jesus Mission. This show is called On Mission because we're learning how to live out the mission of Christ together. We, we read from the Word. Uh, I wrote a book about living on mission and so we'll pull pieces from that. But essentially the invitation again to you is be a part of this conversation. Reply, uh, tweet at me, send comments, leave them below. The question right now is, are you afraid of sharing the gospel? Are you afraid to open your mouth and share the gospel? Have you ever been given a moment to share the gospel, but all of a sudden you're just struck with this overwhelming fear? Maybe there's so many things you could be afraid of. Maybe you're afraid of what questions they're going to ask uh, if you share about Jesus uh, because you're not a preacher. <laughs> Maybe you're afraid of what they're going to think of you the next time they see you, if they encounter you in the store, or maybe you live next to someone you have a desire to share the gospel with, but you're afraid of what's going to happen if you share the gospel. It gets a little awkward and you have to see them in the driveway next week. <laughs> there's, there's so many things that cripple us, so many elements of fear that cripple us that the, when given the chance to share the gospel, so many of us shrink back instead of leaning forward. So the question is, why are we so easily overcome by this crippling fear in that moment? What, what is it that stops us in our tracks when we're given the chance to share about the hope that we have? I've had this conversation so many times with people in my travels, so many people that I've met uh, that are either lack confidence uh, or they're, they're like, fearful of what people will say. Again, there's so many reasons we stop. But I think what stops most of us from sharing about Jesus is just the simple lack of confidence in the gospel itself being enough. We get so overwhelmed with the idea that we're not equipped for the harder questions that we stop before answering any questions. You probably know somebody uh, who can dive in to the deep end on any topic. Uh, for example, I have these friends that are super into Formula One racing. Full send. They, they, they're all in on it. They can quote anything. You probably know somebody who does that about basketball or baseball or, I don't know, fishing. Any, just pick a topic. You probably know somebody who's so just deep in that knowledge <laughs> that they can talk about it without even a hesitation. I, I enjoy Formula One racing. I can talk about it a little bit, but I can't talk about it confidently, right? I, I have a few drivers I know the names of. I really enjoy watching the race. I'd buy a ticket in an instant to go on to go to a race. I would love to go watch a race. I think it'd be super fun, but the tickets sell out in like five minutes flat, so I'll probably never actually go. But if you put me on the spot and ask me statistics about Max Verstappen's last season, I'm probably gonna change the topic pretty fast. I'm gonna say, oh yeah, I like his car, it's blue. I don't even know if that's the color of his car, but you get the point. I lack confidence to talk about Formula One, even though I'm, I enjoy it, right? Uh, I, I think that that's part of the reason so many believers stop at sharing the, go the gospel. Uh, I, if, if you don't have confidence in the saving power of Jesus, you probably wouldn't have even decided to be a Christian, right? So why, why do we lack the boldness and authority to talk about how our life has been transformed by him? I guess my question is, how do we overcome that fear that grips us so quickly and become bold in our ability to share the gospel? Our best starting point should be, one, having a high regard for the word of God and a belief that in the simplicity of it is the truth. <laughs> the gospel is not as complex as we oftentimes make it. We, we look at this sometimes and we go, man, if only I knew it page to page. Like what you can confidently stand on is how the gospel has transformed your life, right? Having a clear understanding for God's plan for us should give us boldness, the boldness we need to preach the gospel. So yeah, we need to know the word of God because 
the, the boldness we have <laughs> or that we can have comes through the word of God, right? So let's start here. Let's make a pattern to read and consume the pages of the Bible regularly. If you don't have that pattern in your life, then you're missing out on the opportunity to, to, to enforce the boldness you can have to share the gospel. If we believe also that the Holy Spirit is doing his job, then when we read the pages, he's going to bring us into a deeper level of understanding. Our spiritual maturity will increase as we read the word of God, and that's going to increase our boldness to share the gospel. So if you are fearful of sharing the gospel, start here. <laughs> we can also have this enormous confidence this this enormous confidence in this. That was a hard, that was a lot of this is. Um, from the start of humanity, the fragile created human has been the plan of God to share the hope of the gospel to the world. God, God like God himself <laughs> empowers us to be the ones sharing the hope of the gospel with the world. So when we read the Bible, we, we see the whole of scripture pointing to Jesus. He's using us to do that alongside him. Jesus restores us to God and God rejoices in and is glorified by our restored unity with him. And so the confidence we have to share the gospel comes from that. The very voice that commands us to go to humanity is the voice who created humanity. Think of that. In, when God created the world, his voice spoke us into existence, and then he uses that voice to send us to share hope with those around us. I think we so often tremble in fear when we're sharing the gospel because we're just lacking maybe this true understanding of the authority we've been given to share the gospel. Our, our sending power is fully authoritative. It's the very voice that casts the stars in the sky. <laughs> the God who put the stars in the sky, who created humanity and formed the seas and stilled the seas is the voice that is commanding us to go and share the gospel. That's the very voice of God. I'm going to read from, from John here. Um, John chapter 1 says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that, that was made. <laughs> in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. By this account, when we hear the voice of Jesus telling us to live on mission, guys, which is happening all throughout scripture, by the way, <laughs> literally all throughout scripture we're being told to live on mission, uh, or we hear the Holy Spirit prompting us to, to share the gospel with somebody, we're listening to the directives of the creator of our very souls. That voice, the one who created the world, is the one speaking to us and giving us the freedom and the authority to, to preach the gospel. So that fear that you have should be diminished when you understand the sending power of the one of God. <laughs> that we ought not to take these words lightly because they demand action from us. There's a boldness to share the gospel that accompanies being transformed by the gospel. If you're lacking this confidence, one of the most helpful things I think you can do um, if at all possible where you live, some of you might live in places where these, these communities don't exist, but if at all possible, surround yourself with like-minded people who are, who are intentional to share the gospel. Uh, be a part of the local church. In a, in a healthy community, you can find that encouragement, or you should be able to find, and if, it's missing that, if you're missing that encouragement in your local community, be that. Be the one coming into it and pushing each other to live on mission, to share the gospel, to be bold. There's, there's something 
powerful that happens when we remain in communities of people that are pushing us forward. Think about this, the, the very authority you've been given to share the gospel is not given to you by your own belief <laughs> or, or your own energy. It's not about being extroverted versus being introverted. It's literally coming from God himself. In John chapter five, uh, Jesus makes it clear that he is being sent by the Father and he lays out the authority of his own witness when he says this. He says, the Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You've not heard his voice at any time. You haven't seen his form. You don't have his word residing in you because you don't believe the one he sent. You pour over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them, and yet they testify about me. He's saying, I'm the one who gives authority to the word of God here. He says, but you are not willing to come to me so that you may not have life. In this address, to, to those who, to whom he first gave the, the Great Commission, Jesus began with his authority. When we go now, we go as ambassadors bearing his name, operating under the very uh, literal authority of the creator God himself given to us through Jesus. We have no reason to go timidly, but rather we ought to be standing boldly on his name. An ambassador speaks clearly and boldly to the, for the one who sends him, right? And Jesus came and said to them this. He said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. That's in Matthew chapter 28. Then he said also, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. That's in Mark chapter 16. And in John 20, he says, peace be with you as the Father has sent me, I also am sending you. We don't need to question our sentness. Sentness isn't even really a word, but the, the, we don't need to question if we're being sent because it's made super clear for us in the Gospels by the writers. We're sent, so we have to go. I'm going to end with this thought, that uh, this scripture actually, this thought and this story from scripture where Paul is addressing Timothy. He's pushing him to be bold uh, and not to cower in fear, there, or not to react in fear rather. There was a true cost to Timothy's declaration of the gospel because in their context, there was a, an enormous cost to preaching Jesus as the Savior, right? And his instruction to the, him in this text and to us as the church now is don't be fearful. In 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verses 3-12, through 12, we read this, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as remembering you constantly, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, uh, and now I'm sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is, through, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and of self-control. You might have heard this scripture before, but he's, he's referencing it saying, you have the authority and the boldness and the power to preach the gospel. He goes on and says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and who called us to a holy calling, not because our works not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality through, <laughs> brought life and immortality to, to light through the gospel. It was really scribbled on, so it's hard to read. 
for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard until the day that has been entrusted to me. Guys, the invitation is to share in the suffering, and that's a hard one to, to digest sometimes because we as humans avoid suffering at all costs. But Something happens in us when we stand in the face of fear. We embrace the authority we've been given and we share the hope of the gospel with those around us. It brings actual life. It changes death into life. And so let's be people living on mission and sharing the transforming power of Jesus with others. Thanks for listening uh, today and watching this week's conversation. Please consider subscribing and being a part. I'm going to be back next week with another, another thought on how we live out the mission of Jesus. If you are one who's been fearful to share the gospel, maybe leave a comment why, what, like what it is that grips you and, or just send it privately if you don't want to post it publicly, but send something because I want to, I want to hear and have conversations about what keeps us from sharing the gospel. I'm super excited to be doing this with you. Thanks for watching again. I'm Andy Ziesmer with the Jesus Mission. This show is called On Mission and we'll see you next Friday.